Because Christ lives, we too shall live forever through faith in him. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is, again, our Old Testament reading, a portion of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was Easter Sunday. We're looking at Jonah chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. And remember Jonah crying out to, in distress to the Lord when he was in the belly of that big fish. And here we hear him talking about God's deliverance. Jonah said, Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. My dear friends in Christ, what could have been if only I had done this or that instead of what I did do. You know, hindsight is, oh, so often 2020, we can look back and say, boy, I really should have done this. And we've all heard phrases like that or, or said things like that ourselves. Well, would you believe that there were two times that I was headed down to to Jackson, oh, once to get Ruth from the train station and another time to go to a call meeting over at Grass Lake. And oh, what happened is that in both instances, I decided to take the shortcut and go past the VFW, the Veterans Foreign Missions Home, decided to go that route to get down to Jackson and because I took that route, which is more deer infested, I hit deer each time. If I only would have gone the other route, if I would have taken the longer route, what could have happened if I'd known that taking the shorter route would have resulted in the, in the deer accident, I would have gone the longer route for sure. Regrets. Now, we all probably have regrets that we have in the course of this life. You know, a person could say, if only I would have applied myself a little bit more when I was in school. If only I would have taken some different courses. If only I'd saved more money when I was younger. Oh, what could have done? Maybe there are things that we could have done differently in this life so that we'd have a better job, more money, or have less run-ins with deer. But ultimately, those aren't what we'd call big things. In our reading, after Jonah was rescued from the belly of a big fish, Jonah tells us about the real biggie. Jonah could have said what could have been if he had listened to God? If he had listened to God instead of trying to run away or sail away from God? Well, he could have gone to Nineveh right away. He could have preached to the people there and he wouldn't have had to go through that ordeal of being swallowed by that big fish and be in the belly of that big fish for three days as he was. Now that was a hardship for Jonah, but that was something that God used 
ultimately as a blessing for Jonah and for the people of Nineveh. Benefited Jonah because it taught him a lesson. It benefited the people of Nineveh because ultimately Jonah did come to them and preach God's word to them. But the real here, what could have been, what Jonah said, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Jonah had just said that in his distress, while in the belly of the big fish, he remembered the Lord. Well, as a believer, he had said to himself, hey, I should look to the Lord. I should look to the Lord because he's promised to take care of me. He knew that he didn't deserve the Lord's care. He had tried to run away from God. But he also, at the same time, knew God's grace. He knew God's undeserved love. But he said, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Maybe when Jonah was talking about those worthless idols, maybe he was thinking about Baal and Ashtoreth, the god of the Canaanites. Or maybe he was thinking of, let's see, there's Asher, Ishtar, Marduk, those gods of the Assyrians, of Nineveh, none of those idols, well, those non-existent gods, could have rescued Jonah from the belly of that big fish. None of them could do that. See now, grace, pure grace, true grace, that comes only from God. He's the only one who could say, for example, to Adam and Eve, you don't deserve it. You just ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I told you that if you ate the fruit from that tree, you'd surely die. But instead of giving you what you deserve, I'm going to give you my grace anyway. I'm going to send my son to be your savior, to live and to die for you, and to pay for all of your sins. Only the Lord could say to Jonah, you deserve to die in the belly of that big fish because of your rebellion against me, but instead I'm going to be gracious and merciful to you. I'm going to deliver you and allow you to serve me again. And it's only God who says to you and to me, you, me too, we deserve death eternal death. We deserve to be separated from God for all eternity, but I'm going to give you Jesus instead. He's going to live and die for you and pay for all of your sins and win heaven for you forever. As we heard King David say in our devotion yesterday, the Lord does not treat us as our sins deserve. Instead, David says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. So Jonah ultimately was saying here, wow, this grace of God is so great and so wonderful. I don't deserve it, 
but God is giving it to me anyway. What could have been? Jonah could have had a God who said to him, I'll give you what you deserve. Then Jonah would have been in trouble. But God dealt with Jonah in his grace and love. So Jonah says, but I, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. When we understand what could have been, oh, what we could be dealing with right now, not just the problems of, and the troubles, the aches and the pains of living in this sinful world, but instead, Instead of dealing with that, dealing with the fact that eternal death is the only thing that we'd have to look forward to, eternal separation from God, then like Jonah, when we realize that instead of getting what we deserve, that we get God's grace and love, then we'll want to sing a song of thanksgiving as well. God doesn't ask of us that we sacrifice lambs or bulls anymore, but we surely will want to sacrifice ourselves, give ourselves to God, as the Apostle Paul said, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Now Jonah said here, what I have vowed I will make good. And perhaps we've all made vows or promises to God under different circumstances. God, get me through this. Get me through this health problem. Get me through these financial problems. And if you get me through this, then I'll be a better spouse or a better child or a better parent. Or God, get me through oh, this coronavirus thing or, or, or whatever our problem may be. Get me through this and what I'll do, God, is I'll be more faithful in worship. I'll study my Bible more. I'll pray to you more. I'll encourage and build up and strengthen my fellow Christians more. You know, it only makes sense really for us to do that because of what God has done for us. He's made us his believing children. So it makes sense for us to want to keep our promises to God Jonah says, salvation or deliverance comes from the Lord. The Lord delivered Jonah from the belly of that big fish, and he'll deliver us from our problems as well. What could have been if I, if we didn't have the loving God that we have, if instead we had a God who instead of giving us his grace, he gives us what we deserve. That's a scary thought, but you don't have to think about that. I don't have to think about that. We don't have to think about that because God has made us his believing children. He, David says, does not treat us as our sins deserve. As David said again, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him.
could have been. God could have given us what we deserve. But he has compassion on us. He gives us his grace and his love. And even if we have troubles, even if we have problems in this life, we're so blessed because we have God's grace and love now and forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus to be our Savior and for sending us the Holy Spirit so that we are your believing children and heirs of eternal life. What could have been? We were destined to eternal death. But instead, you've made us heirs of heaven, all because of Jesus. We're so blessed. Help us always to reflect that Easter joy in our lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.